<laughs> Maria, you here? Yes, I'm here. All right, Olivia. I'm here. Mr. H. Yes, Mr. B. Are you oh, here? We're here for another yeah. show. Yeah, another yeah, yeah. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes, yes, yes. How are you doing, Mr. H? I'm all good, Mr. B. Oh, good, good. You know, before we meet uh, this week's guest, I wanted to just reflect back a bit and say, I don't know if people believe in God or, or not, but I think God is good, man. Because God is very good. Because we are here <laughs> in the Broadway cinema. Yes. And to be honest, I didn't plan it. I just thought, you know what, I'm going to meet the guests in the Broadway cinema, and I'll tell you why we meet in the Broadway cinema in a minute. But um, I went up to the bar and I said, listen, we're going to record a podcast here. Are you okay with that? And I said, as long as it's not visual, yeah, we're okay. And uh, um, and then they said, I said, no, it's, it's audio. And so um, I said, okay, yeah, that's fine. I said, it is a little loud in here, though, so I'm not sure if we are going to do it in here. Um, then I went outside and waited for all you guys to turn up. And as I went outside, a lovely young man called Jacob, who's a, a university student, a film student, came up and said, hey, you guys are calling the podcast? And he said, yeah, because oh, I think what you're doing is brilliant. I'm going to go speak to my manager and see if we can get you a room. Um, wow. And so they got us a room, and we've got this lovely room in the Broadway, room two, the back of the Broadway. I didn't expect it. They're giving us internet. They've been so accommodating. So, yeah, honorable honor shout out <laughs> to the Broadway cinema. Yay! Yay. I'd also like to give an honorable shout out. I forgot to give it to our guest last week, um, Small Kid. Um, who came with gifts? I know that was so amazing. You came, I you're have, the first guest that's come with people gifts. People will be able to see them. Yeah, I, I have to take some Yeah, we've got some. We've got some photos. Yeah. So people yeah. will be able to see them. He, he came um, with. Oh, well, I think we've got some more gifts this week. Potentially. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll find out anyway. Oh, oh, oh. oh look, look at this. Yeah, I know. This. I know. <laughs> we just need to get a sponsor. So if anybody listens and they know anybody that wants to sponsor us, just let them get into contact. We have also got a website that went live this week. Yes. It's notwhatyouthink.wordpress.com. So if you want to listen that way or to see any pictures on that, it's a lovely website. So let me say it again, notwhatyouthink.wordpress.com. Um, so yeah, go and check that out. Ignore the spelling mistakes. I'm going to sort those out. <laughs> okay. Um, all right then, so let me talk about this week's guest. This week's guest, uh, we've got two guests. We've been blessed again. Yeah, again, <laughs> once again, a dual, we've a dual got, guest. Name. We've got two guests. The first guest, her name is Marie Bryan. She says she's a woman of a certain age, born and raised in Nottingham, a mother of two, she's there laughing now. <laughs> and a grandson. She's not drunk, I promise you. <laughs> and she's got a grandson, sorry, my apologies. Um, she works with children in care and she's worked with the local authority for over 30 years. I, she said, I describe myself as witty, funny, with a good sense of humor. I've always been interested in writing and loved reading from an early age. As I got older, I used to read all sorts of books. Romance was my favorite genre. I consider myself to be a true romantic and believe in happy endings. Um, she has currently written her first book. We'll talk more about that first book. Um, but also, um, the first 
person that inspired her to write that first book. We've been blessed enough to have him as a guest as well. I know, it's amazing. His name is Olivia. He is a software developer, a publisher, a writer, a musician, an illustrator, and there's more things he's not telling us about. What yeah, he's keeping his cards very close to his chest <laughs> right now. Okay. Welcome, Marie and Olivia. Okay, yeah. welcome. That's what we said. How are you doing? in some parts I, I finished my book so that was a positive i had a grandchild so oh, you had a yeah, yeah. newborn grandchild yeah newborn okay. grandchild oh, and that's your first grandchild my very first oh, grandchild congratulations yeah. congratulations <laughs> oh wow <laughs> And so you, we know you've written a book. We'll talk a little bit more about that later. So are you Nottingham born and raised, Marie? Nottingham born and raised all my life. Never lived anywhere else. Never lived anywhere else. <laughs> no. So uh, what area did you grow up in? So um, I'm originally from Radford Stroke, if you want to be posh, Arboretum. Um, so where we grew up, I was actually born at the house where I grew up in. Um, which is, if you know Nottingham, it was a place called um, Arthur Street, okay. um, which is, which the road sort of links to Waverley Street, and then you have Arboretum mm -hmm. right at the side of that. So yeah, that's why I was born at home um, and grew up in the house there um, until I left home when I was 19, I think. Yeah. Is the family still in that same house? or No, no. no. So uh, my um, parents uh, moved to the Caribbean in 92. My dad sadly passed away, but my mum remains in the Caribbean okay. and, yeah, in Jamaica. So and then we all just moved everywhere. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Right. <coughs> so, uh, so you were born and raised in, in Radford, Stroke Arboretum. Yeah. What school did you go to? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I went to the local junior school, Windley Junior School. What um, school was that, sorry? Windley Junior School. Windley junior yes, school. Windley Junior School. It's no, I think now it was uh, an alternative provision. Okay. Um, it's just off Forest Road. In the middle. It's like set kind of in the middle. Yeah, of, yeah. yeah. As you uh, so it's, as you're coming um, down Forest Road, do you know where Tennyson Hall is? Yes. So as you going oh, down, you know it, yeah, it's on your left hand. So I can't remember where it yeah, used to be yeah. before, uh, after, but yeah, that's the junior school that I went to. And I absolutely loved junior school. Yeah. Oh gosh, I loved junior school. I didn't want to leave. I think when I left, it was traumatic after that. Well, what was it that you loved? Is it the teachers? Yeah, the I had a real, in my last year of um, junior school, I had a favorite teacher called Mr. Dickinson, who's still alive, bless him. And um, he was very inspiring um, and really picked up my love for writing. Okay. Um, so um, I was writing from very young. I, I, I was reading from very, very young. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, I was, I was reading um, from an infant school nearly fluently. Yeah. Um, and I, I outread all those books and because i'm a woman of a certain age I, i'd like to say topsy and tim but you two won't remember topsy and tim peter and jay you won't remember peter and jay no peter and jay so i read all of those books and uh, yeah so i was given a um 
a massive um, Grimm's book of fairy tales. Um, so yeah, so the brothers, yeah, yeah, it was like it had all those Cinderella, Rapunzel, uh, Rumpelstiltskin, all those kind of things, and I loved reading that book. But at at junior school, um, Mr. Dickinson, I felt freer at junior school. Um, You didn't have all the uh, when you get to senior school, it's such a big shock. Mm, Um, Yeah, yeah, it's a massive culture change, and I, yeah, exactly. And one day (laughs) at at senior school is not enough, which is I'm a big fan of transitions now, Mm. Um, but because for me it didn't work. And I cried and I cried and I cried. And I was my last day of school, I was clinging on to Mr. Dickinson. Oh, leave, sir. I don't want to leave. But he really encouraged me to write. I used to write school plays. Mm. Um, I, I, I wrote um, a play, a rendition of Mary and Joseph. Okay. Yeah. So I, I wrote from quite young. So I loved junior school. Um, and then after that, I went to Mamverse, Pierpont on Colton Road. Yeah. Um, I believe a certain guest went there as well. She yes. was talking about that yes, last week. Last week yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but um, I didn't stay there for long, unfortunately. Would you have school together then? No, 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 no. Yeah, I believe yeah, so. Yeah. So um, I went to Manverse for about a year and a bit. Did that not go well? No, that's, that's a big a... journey, isn't it? <laughs> from Radford to... Yeah, but yeah, we just used to walk to Orkeston Road and then the 28 used to take us right outside school. Okay. Yeah, so it wasn't that bad. Um, yeah, um, I got expelled from school. I'll tell you really? like it is. I'll tell you straight. Um, okay. Yeah. Who so, did you um, <laughs> the gym teacher. Oh, well, um, I like to say I was misunderstood um, as a young person. I, I still struggled with the transition to school. I didn't feel that anybody really listened to me. And I was very angry. I was a very angry young young girl. And, um, and I feel like, yeah, I was just lashing out all over the place. And I feel that was just one incident too far that school couldn't take. So um, they called my mum in, called my parents in and said, you know, um, we think it's better that uh, she goes to a different school. So, oh, okay. so my mum kind of agreed. <laughs> so was that a big change from like, I mean, behaviour-wise, was that a big change from primary school? Was you like... Yeah, because I mean, I was, I really struggled in those first couple of years at um, senior school. This is dead weird because I don't really talk about this. I mean, it's not that I'm most shamed. It's just not really something that I really get the opportunity to speak of. I, I feel I really struggled those first two years. And um, at one point, I did get suspended for about six weeks. So what was it? What was what was the struggle? Was it? The I just work? didn't get on. No, the, the work. The was it the well, the, I was I was a very very bright child, mm-hmm. she says. And so the work was when you're classed as a naughty child. They ought, back then. I don't know what they do now. They used to give you work that suggests that you are simple you understand so um yeah so um and they used to set me work that i would complete in like 10 minutes and then i'm like oh finished now when you think i'm done one of them things bored flicking getting myself not engaged at all um there was one teacher that i kind of did have a good relationship with which is vernon coker the, oh, MP. the MP. Yeah. Teacher, yes, it? it was a teacher. It was a religious teacher. Really? Uh, he was your teacher? He uh, was yeah, like, I did religion. Um, he was um, when 
the Labour was in power. Yes. He was quite high up. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. And then he yeah. quit under, um, what's his name? Gordon Brown. No, no. Um, Ed Miliband, yeah. No, after Tom that. Blair. After that. Oh, Jeremy. Yes, Jeremy Mr. Corbyn. Corbyn. Yeah, we did that. Whole... I know, you did that. <laughs> My memory is shocking. So yeah, I know I've got options. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, and I had a quite a good relationship with him, but then he left. So I kind of feel like people that I got close to left. So I didn't want to really engage with anybody. There was a period of time when I was suspended, and Mr. Dickinson had found because my brother was still, I think, at school then. And um, Mr. Dickerson had found out I'd got suspended. So he brought me into the junior school for that time. I was suspended. I used to help the young ones oh, that's nice. read and stuff. And that yeah. was like the best time ever. Yeah. Uh, but sadly, they had to find me another school. So um, I, I grew up in a very religious house. Mm-hmm. So I did add that, that, it, that bit in as well. My dad um, was pastor in a church. So I feel like my parents thought, let's send her to a Catholic school because it might make her good. Mm-hmm. So I went to St. Bernadette's in Slenton. No, right. we're looking because I went to a Catholic school. I think out of all the guests, there was, there was Azari went to a Catholic yes. school, Casey yes. went to a Catholic yes, school, I, I so. went to a Catholic yeah. school. Um, I, I just went to one. Yeah. So we noticed that a lot. And, and it's, for me as well, I went to a Catholic school because it was the best school in yeah. the town at the time. Well, I can't say St. Bernadette's was, but it might have been before I got there, but it was. Was that a girls' school, St. No, 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 it was a mixed school. That was on um, Slentondale. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's now, a, I think, a um, college or something now. Right, the town. Yeah, just before yeah. you get to the big uh, roundabout. Yeah. So I went there and then um, that closed down. So we all had to get transferred out. And I ended up at Trinity, which was another massive culture shock because the comparisons at St. Bernadette's, we just used to pretty much wear what we want and do what we want. When we got to Trinity, they was not having it. No, right. You know, um, you're not supposed to wear that coat suspended. You're not supposed to wear those earrings suspended. It was literally like that. Whereas at St. Bernadette's, we just used to wear whatever, you know, to be sheepskin coats. (laughs) How did you cope being being raised as a Christian? And then going to a Catholic school. Um, um, how did you cope with like the Hail Marys and all the all the call and responses? And- well, I got into trouble a lot because I was I, I was just I was just bad. Mm. Yeah, I was just argumentative, and so it would be things like, "Oh, you nuns are hypocrites, or you teachers are hypocrites." You're there saying whatever. Then at lunchtime, you're in the pub, right? <laughs> Detention, Sharon. <laughs> you know, one of them. We used to question everything because when you go up in church and you'd have preaching every week, mm-hmm. they're saying one thing, and then you mm-hmm. go to a Catholic school and the ethos is something else, and it's yeah. like it that doesn't, doesn't really. Make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make yeah, sense. It doesn't add up. Yeah, yeah. 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 When you're taught, there's only one. The hell yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, and at Saint Bernadette's when we. I mean, I wasn't brought up Catholic, obviously, mm-hmm. but we just used to go confessions for joke. And because the priest couldn't say anything, 
So what kind of things did you do in confession? We just used to say some awful We used to say some awful things oh, to that poor yeah. priest. And then he used to Did he say, know it was you? I think he did, but what can he say? What can he say? So we used to say some awful things to the priest in confession just to mess about and get a I'm reaction. Sure yeah, they are. We used to say some awful things. Wow. And, uh, and then at the end of it, he used to go, okay, go away and say 10 Hail Marys. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and we just used to laugh running off. So, yeah, I mean, I, I really messed about at school. And then it wasn't until um, I got into fifth year, which is modern day year, year 11. 11. <laughs> yeah. I was the last fifth year. Really? Yeah. Modern day year 11. I can't, I still can't get my head around it. No. But uh, I, I started to think, you know what, I need to really knuckle down and um, try and get some qualifications here. Um, so I, so yeah, so I tried to get some qualifications and I managed okay, could have done better, but we all can, can't we? Mm. Um, and then I stayed on sixth form to do A-levels for, okay. for a little bit. So, um, at that time. What were you doing your A-levels in? in your no, I was doing a pre nurse I started a pre-nursing course because I wanted to be a midwife. Okay. Um, and then, um, I decided to go to college to train to be a nursery nurse because it was only two years and to be a midwife back there was five. Oh, <laughs> so I took the easy route out. <laughs> and and um, so I left that course and did, but um, it was called an NNEB, um, National Nursery, a, a Nursery Nursing Examination Board Certificate. Um, so I did that uh, for two years. And then um, after that, I landed my first job in social care in a, in a family centre. Um, it's called Day Nurseries back then in Radford, of all places. So, yeah, so I did that for a time. Um, but before that, I guess, is where the story of my book began. Because in my fifth year at school, I went to work at the cinema. Okay. Yeah. So I did, and I did that for three years. So what were you doing in the cinema? Were you an usher? Yes, you? I was an usherette. Yeah, 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 I was an usherette. And then... Um, so was that the days when they used to have like half time in the cinema? Yeah. Yes, yes. Was we used to have intermission and we used yeah. to come down with the yeah. tray yeah. and we used so to sell the ice stuff. cream. I'm, I'm from Wolverhampton, <laughs> yeah, and we didn't have that. Yes. And then I remember I came, I think I might have been the Broadway. Yeah. And I'm there, I don't know what film I'm watching. I'm watching the film. And I'm into the film. Yeah. And I'm into the film. And then all of a sudden the curtains draw. Yeah. What is going on? Huh? And, then the and then we and then we'd come walking down the aisle yeah. with our train. Yeah, yeah. So it did that. Ironic now that we're here in the Broadway <laughs> cinema. Cinema, yes. And your book is about the cinema, yeah, the lives experience. of people. Tell in the us cinema. more about the Usher experience. Anyway. Oh my goodness! Well, a lot of it's in the book, so <laughs> those experiences. Tell us what you can. Um, it, how did you get the job? Oh well, how I got the job is an interesting story. Do you want the X-rated version, the real mm -hmm. version of that? No, basically, I. I, <laughs> I um, that's a joke. I. Um, I was supposed to, this is my memory. Maybe if my friends listen to this, they'll go, Sharon, it, it will go, it never went like that. Do you know what to be? And, um, but I, uh, me and this girl had had a falling out at school and uh, we arranged 
to meet in town to have a fight. Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> That's literally what it was. So I was all pumped up at the end of school. I'm going to go and fight this girl. And a friend, of, a very dear friend of mine, we was on the bus. And she was going, oh, you sure you want to do this? She was like, oh, wow. Like, I'm going to kill her. And I was all pumped up. And then I just remember when we got off the bus and, I, and the kids were all there and the chanting and the fight, 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 you know. What it and I said, like, I really don't want to do this. And no <laughs> lie, it was literally where we got off the bus, the cinema was right across the road. Which cinema was it? It, it was um, the Odeon. The Odeon, yeah. 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 on the market square. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay. So the buses used to come they used to come round and down. Yeah. And um, they used to stop outside the cinema. And I, I just remember thinking, I kept looking at this person, and I kept looking at this, and I said, I need a job. <laughs> and honestly, it's the most weirdest thing ever. I just thought, I don't want to do this. I'm going to go over there and find out if they've got any jobs. And literally, that's what I did. Wow. I just left. I just walked away. Me and my friend left the situation. All these kids going, fight, fight, fight. And I said, you know what? You're not worth it. Walked across the road, literally, Went in the cinema and they said, have you got any jobs? They said, come this way. Went upstairs, had an interview, had to do a little maths test and that job was blind. Is, is, is that in the book? You know what I'm saying? Not quite. It's fictional. So, um, so... Uh, originally, when I wrote the book, that is what I put in the book because it was going to be autobiographical almost. Yeah. Uh, and then I thought, no, I'm not going to do that. So I actually changed how I got to work oh. um, at, at Uptown Cinema in the book. But it was loosely, it was inspired by that situation. It wasn't inspired by that situation, but it, it, that situation was in my mind. But then I thought, now I need to change it completely. And that's what I did. But that's exactly what happened. And I was fitted with this uniform. I don't remember what day in the week it was, but I started work on the Friday evening. I was just 16. Oh, it, was 19, wow. it was 1985. Wow. What? We're going we're gonna to forward, but then we're going to come yeah, back. Sure. Okay. So you were inspired to write the book by your friend, Olivia. Well, here. yeah. So I've, yes, I've been in, I've been inspired along the way by people, but I yeah. but I think it's fair to say that um, there was some you. yeah there was somebody else in 2016 because I hadn't seen Olivia then, but then we we met by chance yes. last year. I'd organised mm. a um, a 60th birthday party for a friend of ours we used to work with, a very dear friend of mine, and um, and then. I'm still, I'm friends with Olivia's brother. Yes. So Olivia's brother had come to visit me, him and his wife, yes. and everybody was talking. I was like, oh, how's Olivia? I haven't seen him for years. Yes, true. Yeah. And then I thought, oh, I'm going to invite him to this birthday party. Yes. And he, it amazingly came. We didn't think he was going that's to come, true, but he yeah, did. That's right. And um, so whilst at this birthday party, we all got talking, obviously reconnecting. It, like I said, it had been about five, six years since we had any contact. Um, and then um, we were all talking, and then you were saying what you do. So I went, oh, I wrote a book. I'd already started, yeah. I'd written it by then. I hadn't finished it well, at you, that point. But I'd already, it, I'd already yeah. in the progress. So I, I, I restarted the book from scratch in 2016. So there have been about three or four points. So I started to first write the book in 
1990, I was at university, mm -hmm. so about 1994, I started to write it and back on floppy disk. Okay. Um, and then lost the entire stuff wow. on floppy disk. I'm no good with modern technology. Yeah. Um, and then fell out of love with it and then started again in mm -hmm. the early 2000s. Um, and then I had my son and I just fell out of love with it again. And it, but it's always been in my mind. And then in 2016, I met an old school friend and um, who'd come over from America visiting family and we hooked up and was talking, you know, met up for a drink and that. And anyway, he was telling me what he was doing and then the idea came back. So he says to me, you need to write this book. So uh, me and my children had gone to Mexico in 2016 for two weeks. Mm -hmm. And I think the first week I decided I'm going to write the book. So I sat by the pool um, with, um, what do you call them drinks? Long Island. Okay. <laughs> Long Island after Long Island after Long Island. And I just sat and I probably wrote a good 60% of wow. that book in that week. I just was couldn't stop. I was like, Ooh. So you need to be in the heart centre. Right? You know that, right? <laughs> so I was just writing and writing. The kids are going, Mom, I'll go, no, Mom. Yeah, you go, you do that. And I was just writing. I was in the zone. So I thought, I'm going to stay in the zone. So I started. Came back off holiday. Kind of fell out of love with it again. Um, I didn't really, on and off, I was adding things to it. And then, like I said, last year, we met or we talked. He was saying what he does. And I said, well, I've got this book. And, and he was like, what? What? <laughs> He's so shocked. Yeah, that's no, true. Yeah, yeah. And um, it was like the words best kept secret if yeah, you know what i mean yeah, so yeah, people yeah. some people knew but not everybody knew i was writing this book um so you asked me to send you some pages yeah yeah i think i think i must say it's like um because i've known marie for 17 years now yeah. i think it's just the quality of the writing that i was just completely flabbergasted about really? i just said is it it can't be Marie. <laughs> because you know the, the way she's speaking you know, very, very, very friendly very, but when you read when you read, it's like, it doesn't sound no. like it's very I mean, it's just yeah. absolutely brilliant. The level of the writing, you know, she's got like, you know, when you read the book and sometimes you lose yourself in that yeah. universe, you know, yeah. and you think that you know the character, but yeah. worse, you want to know the character. Yeah. You know? So during the development, I really enjoyed it as well is because, you know, I just asked Marie, how do you do it? How do you write? Because myself, I published quite a lot of book before for mm -hmm. other people. And I'm always interested in how do people write? Yeah. And and my, my role actually as a publisher, the way, the way why I enjoy doing it is because everybody has a different way to write their books. Yeah. You see, sometimes people say, oh, I prefer to write. I prefer to do it on the computer. I prefer to visualize things. I prefer to collect papers, you know, and I understand all these things. But Marie, the way she writes, I connect to it because she writes the same way as I do. Okay. And it's very funny because sometimes she was talking about a scene that she writes in the book and I would connect to the scene and we would decide together like we were in the scene. And so when you write the book, you find yourself lost in the story. Yeah. It's absolutely beautiful. Oh, and I was wow. like, that's not, that's not possible. So she sent me chapter one. I just said, I don't think that's her. But in chapter two, chapter three, I just said, okay, is it me? Is me? it just me? And at that time, I was working with two lovely girls in South Africa, and they used to like read books for me. You know, as I would edit them, I would send it to them, see what they think, and they say, "Okay, there's one of them that reads a lot, and she's very, very, you know, um, she loves the good quality of books. You know, she only reads like the top readers. You yeah. know, and I say, I'm going to test her, and I sent her Marie's book, and really? she was like, she was like, she was like Olivier." <laughs> 
who is that lady? <laughs> and she's writing the book. She, she's writing a book as well. She said, I want to write like her. Wow. Period. And she read like, you know, great authors, you know, but, but myself, myself as well, I was like, I'm still, I'm still amazed, you know, every time I pick up the book <laughs> and I read some of the characters, it's like, I want to work with that woman and it's yeah. going to be a lifetime, hopefully, isn't it? Yeah? Right. We meet every Monday to make sure we do the publishing and I want her to write more because she's got, you know, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. You, yeah. You, you set yourself up now. I know. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, uh, so, yeah. because when, when I started Voice Hub Publishing, the idea is to really let people have their voice in terms of writing. I believe everybody have a, write, a book to tell, a story to tell. Yeah. And I think if, it, if it's not for the for the word, it's just for your family to know who you are. Sometimes you got more to say than you you think you have. And then so I just okay, I do so many things, but. Working with Marie, I said, I'm definitely going to be, even if it's, I have to publish her book only, that's enough for me. That's how good it is. So I said to her, you can't just write one. You've got to give me another one. And you can see the talent. You can see what she's been doing since she was young. You can see it. You can see it. It's just, just beautifully done. Like a poem, to be honest, isn't it? All the characters, very real. You know, you just, you just seem like, it's amazing. It's amazing. So... Yeah, I'm glad to be here actually because it's a it's a real privilege. Yes. Do you keep saying that you fell out of love? You fell out of love with, with writing. Yeah. No, it, it was just it, it wasn't so much that I fell out of love. It's just life got in the way. Um, work, uh, raising my family. Um, so I didn't really get back to it. And I think sometimes you you start to question yourself, like, can I really do this? Mm. Like. Is it just a pipe dream? Do you know what I mean? Like, so life, like, kind of taking over. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you just think, path, yeah, and then exactly. You know, kind of got the flair exactly, for it, so. exactly. Yeah. And then, and then when I started writing again, and and then as Olivia said, he read some chapters, and he really sort of put that groove back yeah. in that belief. Oh, I was maybe I should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And it, 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 I think I had no choice in many ways. I think Olivia would not have. He would have been on my case. Yes, that's right. So oh. um, yeah. Okay, we've got about a minute left before we're going to have a little break. Okay. Um, but where can people find you? Firstly, what's your book called? It's called um, Uptown Cinema: Secrets of an Usherette by Marie Bryan. And you can find it on Amazon. So I've self-published on Amazon, and you yeah. can find it on Amazon. On Amazon, amazing, brilliant. So we're going to be back in a short moment. We've got Marie and Olivia. I am so interested to hear more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah interesting story. Very interesting, interesting story. Um, and hear a bit more about uh, Olivia and Olivia's journey. As you know. Olivia hasn't got that A up with duck accent. No, <laughs> very not very not very We're going to find out a little bit more from where he's from. We'll yeah. see you in a moment. To Welcome back, people, to Not What You Think with our two guests, Marie and Olivier. So, Olivier. Yes. The accent. Not very not you. <laughs> no, so um, I was uh, I was born in Paris. Born in yes, Paris. yes, but I grew up okay. in the Caribbean okay. all my life since I was twenty three, uh, in an island called Guadeloupe, a beautiful island, French speaking island. But we do have our Creole, you know, local language, mixture of African and and French. 
And then um, I lived there for 23 years until I moved to France to study. Mm -hmm. So I studied in France for, I did my degree, master's degree. And before I did my PhD, I went on holiday in England. And I liked it so much, I decided to stay. Okay. (laughs) That's uh, a short story. (laughs) Nice. So what was your, uh, what did you study? So um, um, when I was in the Caribbean, up to uni, I studied mathematics, you know, and then I was not doing very well until my sister actually went for medical school. She wanted to be a nurse. So I followed her. I went to France. My mom wanted me to go with her. And then I studied, carry on studying mathematics. And then that's where I had my awakening in terms of knowledge. You know, I met with people over there. You know, you meet people and then you get the, the bug for learning. Okay. So I ended up doing, I finished my degree in mathematics and I did a degree in computer science. And I decided to carry on a master's degree in computer science as well. But along the line, I've learned so many subjects like physics and really philosophy and art. You know, I wanted to go to art school as well. So that's where I get all the, the knowledge from that like, curiosity, you know. So um, while I was doing school, I was designing software as well and, and cook as well. You know, I love cooking. So um and then when I went to the UK, I've carried on like um, I went to the UK, went to school to learn English and then did a couple of courses there, you know, management development course. And, and then I also taught as well. Started when I come to the UK, I worked with Astor School Club and started teaching like Shifton, Irondu, okay. you know, which is, um, it was, um, it was really, really, I, I'm still doing a Shifton website, by the way. Yes, Shifton. exactly. Yeah. yeah, I do the website. And so, um, I really uh, hooked up with the local local sort of after school club, so it was um, and I did as well private tuition, and then so um, and to this very day I always say you never stop learning actually. So yeah. I feel myself I'm still at university, just always trying to learn something new. You know, like I'm baking bread at the moment because I always wanted to bake bread. Like wow. oh, how do you do that? You know, so never stop learning. But yes, yeah. So what did you think when you first came to Nottingham, you know, in comparison to uh, France and, and the Caribbean? <laughs> yes, well, um, so people from the Caribbean are very, like, um, so relaxed, you know. Like, uh, I remember when I first came to the UK, I love a sentence when um, people from a Jamaican background, they'll say five o'clock British time, not Jamaican time. And, <laughs> And I knew what he meant because yeah. in the Caribbean you can say to people, okay, we meet at two o'clock, but you know two o'clock could be five or six o'clock. <laughs> yeah. And there's a but I think in the UK or in France it's totally different. If somebody said three o'clock, you've got to be here yeah, at three, three o'clock. o'clock. You know, so that's, that's that's the main difference. And then so but it's funny because England and French is so close together, but the culture is so very much different. Really? Yeah, I think it's just um uh, well, I don't want to buy my fresh. <laughs> I think for, with the UK, it sounds like um, there's that customer service, you know, like quality stuff. You know, you go to a shop in the UK and people say, you know, anything else I can help you with, you know? Yeah. When you're in France, you go shopping, it's like, it's like you annoy the, the, you know, the, the, the shopkeepers, you know, you, you ask for help. It's nearly that they don't want to sell you the stuff. But yeah, but in the UK, people smile. You feel like you've got a good service. And I just fell in love with the sort of uh, the welcome attitude, the smile that people give, you know. So 
I said that's the main difference. So, so it's, it's funny, it's three different locations, three completely different culture. Wow. So yes, yeah. But um, I think if I settle in the UK, it's because, yes, you got that uh, multicultural, really, identity in the UK, you know, uh, which you don't get in France, you know. And then um, it's funny, people from the UK are much more like, um, like a community base. When I came in Nottingham, I met with Shifton. I'm from the Caribbean, they're from Jamaica, but it was just one family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I love that. I, lo- I never got that in France, you know. I meet with, you know, African in France, many communities, but I never got this sense of community. But here in Nottingham, Eshongo, Erondu, I work with so many yeah. uh, after school, and the same thing, they're very welcoming, really want to tap into your skill, very value what you have to offer. Yeah. And it's the same thing since today, you know. It's the same uh, the same sort of, um, yeah, they do value your skills, you know, so I uh, You're talking about the UK, but I think there's something special about Nottingham. I, mm-hmm. I noticed, uh, like, I'm not from Nottingham, but I noticed Nottingham is a bit of a, a melting pot where people come, maybe not even come to stay permanently, but just end they up, end up mm-hmm. staying. staying yes, yes. Was, yeah. was Nottingham your first place? It was. Definitely. So you came from yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I've heard, I've heard many times that my, my brother said, "Yeah, if you've been in London, maybe the, your experience would have been the same. Wouldn't have been the same." Well, London's yeah. very much how you was talking about France. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. First time okay. I went to London, quite arrogant. Oh, I asked for directions. Very busy. Yes. Very, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Everything was just busy. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. So how did you get into publishing? Well, how did that that's very interesting because I remember last, I think two years ago, I said to my mom, oh, I got into publishing. And she said, oh, my gosh, the last skill that you never got into, you finally got into it. Because pretty much I say, are you going to stop learning? Are you going to stop doing? I just said, no, but that's that's the missing piece of the puzzle, you know. And it's very funny because publishing was just a, a necessity, you know, before publishing start writing. Because I do so many other things like art and programming and then um and but you realize that all these skills even a movie you have to write first mm. even if i draw i draw but before you do a piece of of drawing if you write about it first and easy to do so you realize that um, writing is actually a mandatory skills mm. and i was never good at writing at school i just didn't understand it i was bad at spelling vocabulary but writing is not about that it's about imagination, you know? And as a child, we, we have wild imagination. And sometimes we don't get as a writer because you do too many spelling mistakes, you know? And I do teach my cousins, my your cousins, and, I, and my brother said sometimes, she said to her, my niece is like, oh, your story is not good because of your spelling, you know? But I don't focus on that. I say, no, let her write. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, if she's six years old, it doesn't matter as long as she can reread her writing, the importance yeah. to write. So I really got into that because I realized that it's a fundamental skills. But more importantly, what I love is just getting people to write their own story, you know? And it all started when, um, during this pandemic, I got in touch with many people around the world, you know? And I've met um, people from the Philippines and, and, um, and so many South Africa and a country called Lesotho. And then I met um, uh, online for a meditation group a girl and she said that um, um, she was she was having like um, um, she had a child trauma, you know. And I just said to her, you know, why don't you write about this, you know? 
And so her name is, is, is uh, Bokile Tuka, and she actually, she's the first book that I've published officially. It's called Life Without You. And it was done as a therapy for her. And it's amazing when she, I taught her how to write the book through sort of meditation and you write with your heart as opposed to spelling. You write with your sort of your ideas, what it makes you feel like. And when she did it, it was very interesting. And people who read the book, and it's actually on Amazon, it's available, Life Without You from uh, Bokile Tuka. And it's amazing the transformation through the chapter. She came out of somebody really reserved. She lost her parents, you know, quite quite a traumatic childhood. And at the end, she was so sort of evolved, inspiring individual. And I just said, this is exactly what I want to do. Everybody have a story to tell. And I want to make sure everybody have the opportunity. So because I'm quite comfortable with um, information technology, IT and software and things like this, and Amazon, just it was um, it was quite interesting to see how Amazon was publishing the book. They were quite open about it. And it's really easy, actually, you know. But there's so many skills involved. There's the book cover. That can be overwhelming. But I'm also an illustrator, too. Mm. And I'm a programmer, so I know the software. So I've tried it. And I said, this is actually quite easy. Mm. So I set up like a platform for people to just be comfortable writing. And then so with me, my main goal is like, if you got a bush, if you got a book, it can be out within three months. It has to be out. You know, I've got the platform. I have the knowledge, and it's, if you committed, we can we can make, we can we can we can publish the book very quickly. And with Marie, it was the same story. And we met in August, and I say by December your book can be published. And that's what because I knew the workflow, she didn't. So I have actually made her go through the process, and successfully she published the book too. So it's that passion that I have for other people to tell the stories. You know, okay. we all have a beautiful story to tell. And I think we all should have a book so that our family can know about us. Yeah. And it's fascinating, you know? Yeah, I found so, that yes. really, 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 really inspiring. Yes, yes. it is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. is this something that, do you do this with, you say you worked in like Sheep and then after school? Yeah, and yeah. Actually, you've done this with, with children no, and young people as well? No, I haven't because it was recently, like two years ago when I started it and I discovered the passion. And I did say to Shifton, you know what? I think we got, we got to do that every children in the school needs to have the book and their book will be on Amazon. Can you believe if everybody in Shifton, you come, you're six years old, you got your book published, children's yeah. book. Seven, you got another crazy. one. Yeah. Eight, you got another one. Twelve, sixteen, you got another one. You will go got another one. Can you imagine that sort of the library we can build? You know, with, with and, and I think it's, it's a brilliant idea. Angela from Shifton said, yes, let's, uh, yes, I'm really, really keen about that. So, yeah, yeah, I really like Angela yeah. as well. I haven't seen her for a long time. Yes, time. yes, yes, yes. Um, I recently, I'm, I mean, I, I used to read a lot and then I stopped. Mm -hmm. as, as young people do, I'm not young anymore, but <laughs> I, I stopped. But then in the last two years, I, I work quite far away, so my drive could be anywhere between half an hour and an hour mm -hmm. to get to work sometimes. And there's, there's traffic even more mm -hmm. the other day. It took me two hours to get to work because there was an accident on the motorway. But I don't mind that because I've recently discovered audiobooks and I yes. love audiobooks. Yes. Um, and so when I'm driving to work, first thing I do, in fact, driving here, I carry on <coughs> listening to my audiobook yeah. in the car. And that journey of, it's like watching a film, you yes, know? Right. And 
so many young people fall out of love with reading, don't they? Mm. And, and books. So many young people don't get into, into reading. reading. Yes. Exactly. Because they're scared yeah. or they yeah. have a traumatic experience. Yeah. Yes, cool. exactly. Exactly. Off, they may have reading difficulties. Yeah. That shouldn't yeah. stop you because no. there's, there's so many books out there. There is. There's so much. There's so many books out there, and there's so many different ways to tell your story. You don't even have to write it. You can speak text. There's so many different ways that you should. Yeah, you should limit yourself. Russell Brand has written a book, and he hasn't put pen to paper. It's all audio, and everything is just from his brain. Yeah, I get that, and it's worked really. Yeah, I can't. I can't type. To write, mm -hmm. I have to handwrite, right. yeah, and then yeah. type it up after. I feel that my brain flows more freely when I've got pen to paper because I'm not very good anyway on the computer. I feel like it acts as a barrier, yeah. so mm -hmm. I just like to free write, and my the imagination just flows. That kind of sorry, Paul, that yeah. kind of goes back to something you said. Yes, yes, it's, it has to come from. Yes, yes, and a lot yes. of people get scared. Yes, yes. They immediately put that pen to paper. Exactly. And then yeah. think of spelling. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Where yeah. the commas are supposed yeah. to go. Exactly. Full stop. But then you forget about the story. Yeah, yes. you know. exactly. And when we, when we, we performed, or we did a lot of performance. Um, but the one thing that we didn't do when we performed was we didn't write right. it. It wasn't yeah. line for line. Yes. One of the reasons why it was just like how we're talking now, in real life, when, when we conversations talk, aren't. Periodically stopped, so you yeah. don't have pauses. Yeah. You talk, you know, people talk, talk over the room. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. we we deliberately didn't write a script. Our script was improvised, and it was in our minds, and mm. we just had to remember. Um, There'd be outlines of yeah. where we, you know, directions. Yeah, we'd have an outline. Was we do it, yes. but the script was never written out as a script. Yes. Right? As yeah. something that was there. Yeah, that we followed line for line and word for word. And it really just... works. Jay Z, the rapper, he never puts pen to paper. So really? All the Jay Z songs that you play, it's all from his brain. Mm. He never puts pen to paper. But yes. you know, I, 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 the other day I was uh, at school. And I work in a school, and um, one of the other teachers, we just had a bit of free time because we didn't have a lesson. And one of the other teachers, he um, he just went to the library and just picked up a book. And as he was reading this book, he just started laughing out loud. He just started saying, <laughs> and I just think that's amazing yes. that a book can just make you do oh, yes, No one knows what you're laughing yeah, at. That's that's so, it's like, what's he laughing at? Yes. Well, everybody's imagination is slightly different. Yeah. So how they're picturing it yes. is not how you make it true. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yes. Everybody has their own interpretation yes. when they read a yes. book. I think some yes. people yeah. as well, I mean, this is what I do, you know, when, when I, I'm involved into getting somebody to write their book, I want to know how they work first. Because some people are not pictorial at all. Some people mm. just like to play with the world, the words. Literally write the words, no picture in their head, and they just love playing with the sentences, like like a poem, you know? Mm. So you just have to listen to this and let them go with the flow. Children, you know? Marie, as a child, I can imagine how she was because she's like my nieces, you know, they're very, very clever and a um, very imaginative child. But others are more quiet, and so you've got to adapt. Even as adults or children, I do make sure I understand what my, you know, my, my, um, uh, well, the writer, what the style of the writing is as mm. a child, and then only we can proceed. Okay. But, but yeah, it's important to do that because otherwise you get frustration. Yeah. And then you have to say, okay, if you don't like to write, then you know, audio exists. You, know, you can do audio as well. Yeah, and then, so, yeah, well. yeah, yeah. We were talking about as a child, you kind of don't have boundaries on stuff mm. or barriers. You kind of 
makeup stories so, in is that your right? head exactly. and go on an adventure, exactly. yes. pull things exactly. in, eat stuff. And as you grow older, that society starts. kind of kicks yeah, out. Yeah, it does, 100%. Yeah. You have to grow yeah, up. Exactly. You have to be an adult. Yeah. You have to, yeah. I've got a friend as well. We wrote a, we co-wrote a book together. It's called uh, Solid Behave. It's very interesting because it's a book about programming. It's on Amazon as well. But you read a comic book, and when you finish reading the comic book, you know about programming to a high level. Oh, wow. It's very unique. And I just so I wrote, I actually did the, the illustration on that book, but I always complimented him because it's just a, a, well, pretty, a genius a idea. Book as well. You can have something yes. there because there's so many um, children that struggle with school. Yes, yes, book, yes, yes. Comic book format is exactly. a lot easier yes. to digest. Yes, exactly, yeah, exactly. Especially it's with true. visuals. Yes, exactly. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Maria. Let's come back to the book. Just remind us again what the book's called. It's called Uptown Cinema Secrets of an Usherette. Okay, so let's tell us a bit. What, what, <laughs> what's this book about? What's... So in essence, um, the book is um, about a young woman called Rima who dreams of becoming um, a writer. Um, and so in the meantime, she goes to work at Uptown Cinema. And, and from her time at Uptown Cinema, Actually, that time there resulted in a best-selling book, actually. Uh, and so it, it was just about the characters that she um, meets uh, uh, during her time working at Uptown Cinema. So each chapter is almost dedicated to one of those characters. Okay. Yeah, and, and it tells their back, background story and how they come to work at Uptown Cinema. And it's a love story. It, there's a love story in between. It, it, I would I would say um, that there's the central character Rima and Anton the doorman. Oh, okay. That there is a. Um, is there an Anton really? <laughs> well. Yes, it is loosely inspired by. <laughs> Well, everybody like keeps asking me that. Well. And um, so, yeah, so there, there is a love interest between um, Rima and How Anton. Anton. Pardon? How is Anton? How is Anton? Not your husband now. <laughs> 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 no. You don't, you don't see him anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, um, and then, um, and so I guess it's about. Uh, relationships it's about love it's about love in different forms there's um there's extramarital love um in the book mm -hmm. there's um same sex love mm -hmm. um there's love for yourself so it's kind of like as i said earlier when i started this interview it's i'm all about the romance so yeah. i've been reading romance books from young. That's my mum's fault. I blame my mum for that. My mum got me onto the mills and moons no. <laughs> uh, from a very early age. And my mum was quite inspirational, I have to say. I, didn't, I was saying to in the area, I really do need to big up my mum because my mum, she writes children's books herself. Oh, does she? Yeah, and she, you know, took herself off to, um, she went on a writing course and really developed herself from there. But me and my mum had this close bond for reading Mills and Boone's books. So I guess the romance ideas all came from then. I've I've, ne I've never, I haven't got the brain for science fiction. Mm. I can't do Harry Potter and <laughs> they're just too above my imagination in some ways. Um, but romance, I would say, is definitely 
a my thing. So I, so I would say if it had to be a genre, it would definitely be that. And do you think you'll stay in that genre or do you think you'll delve out every now and then? Uh, well, um, I, I guess so. I, I would love to write um, like Martina Cole. I love Martina Cole mm -hmm. books. Um, but they're more like gritty stuff. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I wish I could write like that, but I think, you know what? Stay in your lane, love, stay in your lane. Mm. But uh, you never know. You never know. You, 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 you never know. I do have an idea of a second book, but I guess I want to kind of keep it in a secret type sort of vein. So that would be my thing, mm. secrets of. So maybe, maybe watch the space. Have you had feedback from people that have read the book? Um, about, yeah, I've, I've started to have some feedback um, of people and the uh, feedback so far, quite honestly, has is, is been quite positive. Um, I, I feel like I, I appreciate it's not going to be everybody's cup of tea, mm -hmm. um, but as, as long as it's well written and yeah. well understood, um, the feedback has been, you know, it's easy to read, um, that they... Can, uh, can identify with some of the characters in the book um, that you can get lost in the story. So like a couple of people have said, oh, you know, I thought, oh, I'll read a page and put it down, but then ended up reading a whole lot. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if somebody can do that, that's a good thing. So yeah, so the feedback so far has, has been quite positive. Oh, wow. I know, I know, that's crazy. So, um, uh, Olivia. Yes. We know you publish, we know your software develop, and you're a musician. Tell us more yes. about the music. Yes. Yeah. Well, um, I've been, I've been sort of, uh, I don't read music sheet, but I'm very like, actually, I think it's from the Caribbean. Everybody dance over there, yeah. you know? When you, when you're three years old, four years old, you start moving about and you know, you just listen to Caribbean music and reggae music and you're always dancing and singing. So naturally you develop that musical ability. So when I got onto a piano, it just made sense, you know? It just made sense. And every time I grab an instrument, like uh, I remember my wife said to me, you can't learn the violin. It's the most difficult instrument to learn. And I bought the violin and it's, mm -hmm, it's easy. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and so you just get, I just, um, and it's more like the creative aspect of the music. Sometimes I compose music and, and I had a friend actually, uh, Lou, bless her actually, she said to me, did you compose that? I think you need to have a Facebook page. You need, you need to make yourself known as a musician because I just lose myself in the music. For me, music is like, um, I've written a book with, we're writing a book with my friend and I realized that um, when I listen, when I hear a story, the music comes in my mind. So I, I read a story, you tell me a story and I play the music the emotion from the music creates the notes. Yeah. So it's very like art, writing, and music, they all talk together. Yeah. Come look at a painting, it can create that musical. So the musical is naturally, um, it's a, I did say to Ma Marie, if you let me write the music <laughs> for the character, I will do it because I identify some of the characters and I can hear them singing the music and sort of the tones. So it happens like this. So it's quite... You know, when, sometimes I write children books. Sometimes when I don't find the words for the children book, I have the song in my head. When I play the song on the piano, then the words come with the song. Oh, you know, okay. sometimes I'm in my sleep and I wake up and mm -hmm. I say, "Oh, I've dreamt about the song," and I play it on the okay. piano and it's actual song. So it's that sort of relationship between writing music mm -hmm. and, and art. So you know, it's sort of a I have to write, like every day I wake up, like the piano is in front of my bed. 
Mm-hmm. I want to hear a note. And when I hear a note, I just oh, that sounds nice. And every day is different. So I write a songs every day and I must have like hundreds of songs. And I've been doing that since I was in university. So just uh, always had a piano when I was in university writing songs and people were always complimenting me. But uh, I never read music sheet. You know, yeah. I don't play Beethoven. Some I don't play. Songs. Yes, don't exactly. Yeah, that's, yeah, I mean, yeah. As a producer myself, um, you can go through the whole science side, yes, which you, yeah. Yeah, reading music, yes. music technology, all of that. Mm-hmm. But it comes from that. Yeah, you play exactly. by ear. You, call, you play by ear, do You can pretty much play anything by ear. Yeah, I think Olivier's almost, I think you've written a theme tune for. He wants my book to be a movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, so he's, yeah. Already, oh, yeah. he's already wrote so, 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 a theme I've already tune. said that. I've already said <laughs> that. Would it be a musical then? Or would it be oh, I think, I, think, I, think for, I want to write the songs for the, the character. Yeah, exactly, for the character. Because it's, um, oh, I can see the movie. And, and <laughs> I, I, I'm, doing, I'm doing animation too, you know, oh, an wow. animator, you know. So I do, I do have a software to create movies and what? yeah, I do, okay. I do. I did write a software I'm, I'm, for yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know. <laughs> so Very sometimes talented. people ask me, oh, how, what software did you use? As you know, I've created my own, you know. So, so, so it's like, um, yeah, that book has to be a movie. You just have to give me the budget, and we have to. <laughs> okay. I, I already identify the characters. You know, when we get the mediums, we'll invite them. Yeah, I get the tune done, and it's just going to be a yeah. It's just a natural part of the process. The characters but, are know, so different. Yes, in the it's book. true. They're just yeah. so. And like I said, when you read the book, picture come into your mind, mm-hmm. and you see the character, and you know exactly how you pay that. You know, you got the mood. So it's all about putting the, the set. It's all about the putting the set. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so wow. yeah, it's definitely. We've almost we've got a few minutes left oh, at the yes. end of the show, so it's all good. I was just saying, in the break, I was just saying to Miss H, I'm absolutely enjoying this. It's show. Oh, it's really, really good. Really, really good. Yeah. Um, we always have like, well, we don't always, because I forgot to ask more kids. Yeah, I mean, we do. We've got a, a couple of questions. So, for okay. both of you, yes. if you could go back, talk to your 14 to 16 year old self, what words of wisdom? Would you say, would you say, carry on with what you're doing? Or would you say, cool down on that? Oh, wow. <laughs> what advice would you give to your yeah. 14 or 16 year old self? Well, I'm very, very, yeah. Do you want to start? Or no, you I go. go? Yeah. And I, I think it's for me, no matter what you do, just enjoy. Really be happy in what you're doing. It doesn't matter what people say to you, keep that joy going. So if people say, no, don't be an artist because artists are will be you'll be starving. Go to math. Just keep you have to you have to do what you love doing. It's imperative because you're gonna end up doing it at the end anyway. <laughs> so just carry on. If you wanna be a, you see, I want I wanted to be a baker baking bread and look at I'm baking bread now. Yeah. You know, not so in just, the way that you probably thought. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So it's like you know, no matter what you do, just love what you're doing. Just love what you're doing absolutely because the. the so of the, the, the create the, the what you generate, the vibration that you generate from loving something is gonna make it successful anyway. So just carry on loving what you're doing. If you love writing, just write. Yeah. It doesn't matter what passion. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't, I just don't know how to top that one, Olivia. <laughs> no, so don't, <laughs> don't box up that yeah. <laughs> That was way big. At 14, it would have been too late. Um, I guess I would be saying to that person, you know what, it's going to be all right. 
it's going to work out. I feel like sometimes I don't want to have regret because if I go back at 14 and change things, mm. I wouldn't have my children. I wouldn't follow the path that I followed to get to where I am. Mm. So I would tell my 14-year-old self, you know what, you're going to be fine. You're going to get there. You'll be okay. Um, and, and not to change anything because like, I, I feel like I don't want to have regrets, you know, and rather than look at past things as mistakes, mm -hmm. you know, I take yeah. each one as a lesson to learn from. Yeah. yeah. So I was certain, because I mean, I was an awful teenager. So I just feel like who wasn't? So I'll just go back and say, you know what, well, carry on because you're going to be all right. Oh. You're going to go to university because I never, ever thought I would go to university. Um, my first day at university, I was absolutely sobbing. Oh. Yeah, with that because because you know when you're at school, oh, you're not going to turn out to be anything, you know all of that. So, um, yeah, oh, you'll wow. be fine. And I'll, I'll be fine. So we're coming up to the end of the show. Yeah, another one wrapped and done. Yeah, Mary, Mary Bryant and <laughs> Olivia, and the book is called Uptown Cinema: Secrets of an Usherette, and you can get it on Amazon in Kindle. Paperback and hardback. Okay, wow, available amazing. now. Thank mm. you. And so we look forward to that. So I noticed you've got a book there. Did you give me <laughs> book for any well, <laughs> happy to sign. Happy to sign. Oh, oh, yeah. one. Okay. <laughs> Mr. B, Mr. H, another great show. Um, we'll be back again. We've got an, an, another great guest coming up next week. But until then, this not, is, yeah, not what you think. Not what you think. Enjoy your week, people. See you soon. See you soon. Bye. Thank Bye. you.